180 degrees on I am youth. Luane on 180 degrees. Shana on 180 degrees. 180 degrees with Zoe George. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 79 AM. Truly is. It truly is. It's something else. It's been raining all day and weekend. I mean, it's snowing, right? Like that's that's what's happening right now in South Africa. Yes. It snows. Yes. I know in the Northern Cape especially, it's snowing a lot there. Oh my goodness. If you guys want, please do send through your snow photos. We'd love to see them. You can send them through to 0817291657. Oh, our brains are a little bit our brains are a little bit slow, a little bit mm. cold, a little bit chilly. Visit our website now www.imymovements.co.za. So right now on the line we have got Meg from Mind the Curves. How are you, Meg? I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited to be talking about you because fat phobia is something I think that not a lot of people really know about. A lot of people are on the receiving end of it, either from family members, onlookers, people on the internet, or their very own selves. So maybe you'd like to tell us a little bit about what fat phobia is and yeah, how we can spot it. Yeah, um, something that's been very much integrated into our modern society, um, and even maybe reframed as something, um, you know, a, a health-promoting behavior. Mm. Um, but it's something that is sort of hugely problematic um, in some of the things that it advises and. Um, the sort of disordered thinking that comes with it and is actually to be really devastating and detrimental to people on the receiving end of it. Um, yeah. It, it, it's seen as a social stigma of obesity and fat phobia and it causes difficulties and disadvantages for overweight and obese people. Now, I mean, we're in South Africa, so, you know, there, there are a lot of these people. Um, I tell myself, and weight stigma is is similar and has been broadly defined as bias or discriminatory behaviors targeted at individuals because of their weight. So basically, if you aren't, if your body type doesn't fit into a certain type of box, you are discriminated against. And um, yeah, I don't know, maybe you guys can share a little bit more about it as well. But so often... We, we, we like to say, um, we compliment people like, oh, you, you've lost so much weight, you look fantastic. And we think, oh, that's a good thing to say to someone. Or, um, a healthcare professional will overlook certain things because you're overweight by their, um, by, by their standards, um, and miss an entire other uh, problem. So have, have you experienced this? And if so, would you mind sharing with us? Definitely. Um, I think in many, many different ways and probably in ways I haven't even been aware of. Um, so you've touched on a few of the really major ones. Um, it's obviously a, a huge problem in the medical profession um, in that being overweight is sort of the catch-all for so many different things. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and one of the things um, that is often recommended is asking a healthcare professional if they would prescribe weight loss um or whether what they would prescribe, would they do the same thing 
um, for somebody who has ever lost their weight. Um, I'm a, a, a really, really interested in a movement um, which is known as HAVE, or Help at Every Size, um, and they have done uh, a lot of scientific research um, into things like um, the link between weight and health um, and, and other things. Mm. And many of the studies that they have done um, actually do not support the idea that weight and BMI are predictors of disease and longevity. Mm. So there's the sort of these multiple studies telling us that what we previously thought you know, the links are, are not actually there. Yes. I, I actually read quite an interesting, um, uh, just a piece I found uh, that was saying that the BMI actually comes from quite a few centuries ago where people mm-hmm. were trying to, um, it, this was a bit of an opinion piece that got me thinking because there's a lot of intersectionality around fat phobia because yeah. um, I, I think it was in America where they were saying that black women, were seen, uh, they wanted to look down on them. They were like, they were exotic. I said yeah. my, mm-hmm. <laughs> my little yeah. air quotes in. Um, and they wanted to put them down and say like, this is not the body type that you want. And so they started all of these things like, this body type is lazy and they don't like doing things and they eat too much. They're gluttonous, et cetera, et cetera, to start off the sort of stigma. And it just sort of started to take off and people were like, okay, but I don't, I don't want to be those bad things. I, I don't want to be associated with that. So not only is fat phobia rooted in, in its own special kind of stigma, but there's also, mm-hmm. um, an inherent racism in it as well, which I think is just... Absolutely. It's and a, sexism. Um, yes, the BMI yes. that you just mentioned, um, I don't know if I read the same thing that you did, uh, but it was developed uh, on a very small model of white men. Yes, yes. Mm. And obviously how, you know, white men are built is very, very different how, to how white women are built or to, you know, people of other races. Mm. Um, and, and body types. So it's a very, very small focus group on upon which a massive part of our contemporary sort of medical recommendation yes. has become built. And we don't question these things because it's so long ago. It's just like, it's just common practice now. And people yeah. say, actually, while I was pregnant, my doctor would be like, hey, let's work out your BMI and see how you're doing. And I was over my BMI. He's like, well, you're going to have to lose some weight. I'm like, but I'm pregnant. How am I supposed to lose weight? Like, am I supposed to give birth right now? <laughs> oh, dear. So fat phobia comes in many shapes and sizes. People can be really blatant about it. But what are some of the more covert forms? Um, you know, it's so interesting. I'm actually eight months pregnant myself right now. Congratulations! Oh, congratulations. That's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. I'm so um, And I've been on this this journey uh, to, I mean, not uh, this, this body politics and, and learning about um, loving my body for about six years now. And um, and even still, I find myself getting tripped up on things. That have become sort of insidious to my way of thinking, um, and my internalized fat phobia. The whole way through this pregnancy, I've been expecting so many things to go wrong because of my weight, mm-hmm. and being continually surprised. You know, there, there's so much information out there that kind of puts a fear in you, like of of what can go wrong, and I've been disproved the whole way. Um, and it's only sort of recently occurred to me 
how despite being sort of interested in this as I am, I am acquiring faculty to myself, you know, it's, it's, mm. um, I've internalized so much of that without even being aware of that. Um, I think it's really difficult to not internalize <coughs> things like that because we mm-hmm. grow up in a society that glorifies thinness yes. yeah. and that tells you, that congratulates you when you lose weight, which mm. is a difficult thing. Um, and all the models in the magazines mm-hmm. and the yeah. girls at school and on Agmas and on Stunnies. Yes. And yeah. I, I'm in particular, like this whole time, I'm, I've just been thinking about a secular artist. You may have heard of her, Lizzo. And how much oh, yeah. you may have heard. Of <laughs> I don't know if you heard this underground singer, Lizzo. <laughs> but like she gets a lot of that. And it mm. I've spoken about this before. It really irritates me just how she is targeted because of her weight and how she gets bullied. And she she has spoken about how healthy she is. Her diet is so great. She works yes. out regularly. And even when you watch her perform, like it's hard work. It's hard work. And just because she doesn't look a certain way, people look at her and automatically think that she's unhealthy and mm-hmm. that she's got issues and that she's got under and she doesn't have those. She's so healthy and it's just it's mind boggling that you can just judge someone by their appearance just like that. Just because of some archaic idea that you've heard about that mm. is not even necessarily true. Even if we all ate the same thing, our bodies would look different. It's just the fact of life. Yeah. How do you deal yeah. with that, Meg? Like when, when you have that moment where you're like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to struggle with this." Like, how do you deal with that anxiety? Jeez, it's been a really long journey to be able to deal with that. Um, I think, as I've sort of touched on with you know the internalized stuff, very often we are our own worst critic, and you know our problem, our biggest problem is actually ourselves. But in the same breath, we can hardly escape this sort of immense societal pressure, um, never mind pressure that we might get from our loved ones, which makes it even more difficult because oftentimes the things that they say and do, they are doing from a place of love and concern for you, but don't realize how damaging mm. um, they are actually being. Um, we did... We did um, touch earlier on people complimenting weight loss and for me that is such a dangerous and triggering thing because you never actually know you know, yes, many people work incredibly, incredibly hard um, in order to lose weight but oftentimes people are either sick or they are doing very disordered things in order to lose that weight and by complimenting people about weight loss you could inadvertently be Supporting, you know, terribly disordered um, and, and and unhealthy things. You've touched um, now a little bit on, on on the disordered eating. Do you maybe have um, some experience with that, or, or perhaps something that you'd like to share? Um, yeah, sheesh. I've over the years. I mean, I, if I think of the terrible, terrible things that um, I did, um, you know, there's of how I viewed my body as something that sort of everything that's put into it has to be weighed and measured and um, you know, the idea of good foods and bad foods and clean eating and healthy pleasures and things like that and really punishing my body for not looking how I wanted it to look. Mm. Um, both in terms of different eating, 
and in terms of exercising. And those are still things that rear their head and I grapple with. Um, the journey is definitely not one of sort of waking up one morning and going, okay, I love my body now, cool. Um, it doesn't really work like that. It is, it's a constant journey and a constant fight of, um, of, of just being aware of both, you know, the messages that you, your self-talk, how you're talking to your thoughts about it, and the messages you're getting from the outside world. Um, one of the things that I have definitely found really helpful, I think, was um, that you were asking a minute ago, is to be very, very ruthless, um, both in my online world and um, in sort of real life, for lack of a better description, about what I surround myself with mm-hmm. and just identifying things that might be triggering for you um, and, and reading them out. And combining that with, um, particularly on social media, which is, which is quite a big part of my life, um, following a huge variety of different kinds of bodies. First of all, to see that diversity and to know that bodies are all very, very different from each other and how beautiful and wonderful that is. Um, and also really, really importantly, to follow bodies that look like yours so that we can see, you know, how normal it is that when you have that funny squishy bit or, you know, that you might have back holes or that your bum might be a bit flat or whatever your thing is, bodies just are different. They're not all the same and they all look like the Kardashians. Um, and I think it's wonderfully good to absorb this sort of variety of bodies um, and, yeah, to, to see bodies like yours being celebrated and loved and dressing however they want to dress. One of the best ways I feel that we can uh, celebrate our bodies is something that I don't think we we do very well, <laughs> and that is the fashion industry. You posted mm-hmm. about that um, a few weeks ago on your stories, your troubles in finding um, maternity wear for plus-sized ladies. Um, yeah. It's such a difficult thing. Um, we've all been thrifting over here at 180 degrees. Um, and something that we've noticed is in that some of the larger sizes clothing, people cut out the tags. And my sister actually told me that the reason for this is because um, women don't want to see the, the number on this, on the label because it makes them feel bad. And I'm thinking we, we really do. Um, we, we, we think we need to suit a certain ideal because these are the clothes that are available to us. So my body needs to fit into that. When in actual fact, the clothes sh- should be made for our bodies. Mm-hmm. Clothes should be made to fit They've us. They've got one job. They've got one job. they got one job. <laughs> Do you maybe want to comment a little bit more on, on the fashion industry? I know that in your blog you like to talk about fashion as well. Fashion's been a big, um, or fashion might not even be the right word because I don't really consider myself fashionable at all. <laughs> I think you're but, great, but yeah. <laughs> check out Meg's you know, Instagram. I, I, to this day, I find that absolutely hilarious because I'm not, I'm not fashionable. I just, um, I have my own taste and I love to express myself. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a creative expression for me. There you go. Um, and, and yeah, when, when you walk into, the same store that maybe all of your other friends walk into and there are like one thing, you know, that fits you or a very, very small number of things that fits you, you're getting the message that there's something wrong with your body. 
And that is just, it's just wrong on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of, it does circle right back to what we were talking about at the very, very beginning of our conversation, where that's fat phobia and, you know, at its purest, you're just not capable, you're not seen, and you're given the message that there's something wrong with you as you are. Mm-hmm. When that's not the case, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have all been made to be different um, and and that's it's so beautiful that we don't all look like little, you know, carbon yeah. copies of each other. How boring would that be? Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, that's to, 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 to sort of expand on um, clothing and um, sort of accessibility to plus size fashion, so, you know, fashion for larger bodies. Um, it's something I'm super, super passionate about. And more is a, a sort of inclusive um, fashion options, which is kind of the gold standard because they are the brands that cater for everybody of all sizes. Um, hopefully, um, will be the way that a lot, uh, you know, that our, that, that our country moves. We can be a bit behind on the global trends. Um, not that this should be a trend. But um, there are some awesome local brands that are starting to embrace that. And I'm as, as passionate as I am about um, uh, self-side fashion, I'm as passionate about local brands. So um, definitely looking to people like Isabel de Villiers, who's a local designer who talks for all sizes. Mm. I was actually speaking to, um, you, you might remember TC, uh, she's one of the presenters and she, uh, we were talking about, um, our show later on and she said, oh no, she's worked with you on a comp, on a campaign for Isabel the hmm. Village. <laughs> wow. Small world, oh, right? Really? Yeah. No, oh, really? I, I, I entirely agree with you. I think, I, I think, uh, designers who are starting to think a bit broader, pun intended, that, you know, we, we gotta do is we gotta make this clothing available because all bodies deserve to be clothed with dignity mm-hmm. and all bodies deserve to feel and be treated beautifully. Yeah. And I think it's and just to have being... the same access that everybody else does. Yes. You know, there's, there's no, um, they're not left in any way. Yes. And I think it's just being, you know, comfortable with being your own authentic self. Like, yes, this media and social media puts a certain picture or carbon cutout over there. But for, you know, for us as individuals to just be comfortable within ourselves and it's a mindset change as well. Like, you know, so for those of us that have never heard the term before, Meg, can you tell us a little bit on what is body positivity? Body positivity is a bit of a funny one because it means different things to different people. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And there are quite a few different interpretations of it. Um. For me, what it comes down to is the basic principle that all bodies are good bodies. Um, with all of these terms, you know, fat phobia, body positivity included, um, there is a, a clear, really big history um, dating back. They're not new terms. Mm. Um, and Visit our website now, www.imymovements.co.za. So, right before we went off, we asked you guys to send us through your favorite Bible verses about body, well, body positivity or just, you know, appreciating your body and loving it for what it is. And I'm going to share with you mine, which is 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16, which reads, Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? 
I oh my. love that. That is beautiful. And no two temples look alike. That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. They're all built very differently. I think we can share a few more of those verses a little bit later on. But first off, we've got Meg back on the line. Hi, Meg. Hi, Meg. <laughs> have, have we got Meg back on the line? I believe we should. Hello, Meg. I'm here. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, Meg, we got caught up from you there. We were busy talking about body positivity. Um, Perhaps you can continue what you were saying? Yeah, just um, you, you had asked me what is body positivity. Um, and it, it really does mean a lot of different things to different people. Um, and there are um, there's, a, there's a lot of history to the term, actually. Um, and it has been sort of appropriated, like many other things, to, to mean different things that um, it didn't always originally. So I tend um, to try not focus too much um, on the movements themselves, but rather on my personal journey. Mm. But um, definitely what it comes down to for me is that all got buddies are good buddies. Um, and also just about not leaving anybody behind within that definition. Yeah. Um, which is more of a um, a fact acceptance uh, uh, way of thinking, but, but definitely one that I do believe in, um, that there isn't a sort of feeling to who gets accepted by body positivity or not, yeah. that we are all accepted. Mm. Um, yeah. So Meg, I would like to ask you, what has helped you on your journey to body acceptance and perhaps even body celebration like people podcasts movies books any avenue you've taken oh so many and you know different things at different times and you'll find that something that you hear you can't accept it at some some time and you need to hear it again when it's the right time for you um i did mention earlier surrounding myself both in real life um and online um, with things that build you up and don't break you down. Uh, so I'm very cautious of things like inspiration and, you know, inspirational body types because um, aspiring to be something that you're not or might not actually physically be possible for you can, can be quite harmful. Yeah. Um, and just following as many different body types uh, online um, and particularly ones um, that look like you has been. A, I know it sounds like such a simple thing, but it has been a huge part of of this journey for me. Hmm. Um, there are actually uh, a really really awesome community um, in South Africa and in the world online. I know that social media can be really dangerous um, in in many ways, but this has been one of the most fantastic things about it for me is that I found a community of people that um, are supportive and link and, and uh, build you up and that has been incredible uh, and then a great gift um, of, of social media or you know our contemporary times. People that um, I really well, well there's two there's two um, I don't know if movements are the right are the right movement. But if there are two things that I could tell people to look more into, 
So one would be haze, which I did mention earlier. Um, it stands for help at every size. Um, and it's, 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 you know, the basis of it is that it doesn't matter what your weight is, you can pursue, um, you know, health. Yes. No matter no matter what what you wear. Yes. Um, and it also has some very interesting not interesting. Um, it it recognizes that health is multidimensional. It's not just physical. So um, it includes physical health, social, spiritual, occupational, emotional, and intellectual aspects into the definition of health, which I think is a very important differentiator from health being thought of purely as a uh, physical thing. Absolutely. Because um, I, I really think many of those things are not, you're not able to separate them. Mm. Um, out. We, are, we are whole beings. We are not just, you know. <laughs> We're not bits and pieces. Mm. We're not bits of flesh. Yeah. Know, <laughs> existing. Meg, thank um, you so much that you could come and speak to us here. It's been fantastic talking to you. I really, I cannot recommend her Instagram and her blog enough. Go check it out, mindthecurveza.com, and then on Instagram, it's mindthecurveza. Please go check it out. It's gorgeous. And also, again, congratulations on your baba, and we really wish you all the health and happiness for the last stretch. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the evening, Meg. Bye. Stay warm. Bye. I love these conversations. Me too. I mean, goodness. I'm so glad we had this. I'm glad that we have these conversations. I feel like they are very necessary to have. These aren't the type of conversations that I was part of when I was younger and right. dealing with all of this like body negativity. And um, I totally hear what you're saying about body body positivity. I've, I've read a little bit about it and people are like, you know, it's not always possible for me to be positive about my body i just kind of want to be neutral i kind of don't want to think about my body and what it looks like all the time you know mm. i kind of just want to be out there living my life <laughs> mm, yeah so true but mm. it is such a big part of like our lives you know because it's like we live through it I'd you, like yeah to. we live in these bodies yeah. mm. i'd like to like mine and it's, I, and it's I feel the like first it's, thing people see yes so we want to make it like yes <laughs> your body is a temple guys <laughs> <laughs> but also you got to make sure that it's so difficult though because people will look at you and be like, okay, you're unhealthy, you're healthy, or they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll assign yeah. different types of um, values and different types of morals yes. to a type of body. And you're like, well, actually, hi, this is my name. Have yeah. we met before? Yes. <laughs> Which is yes. why I think it's so important to get aspire towards having a good view of your body because then that way you can like still love it despite yeah. what mm. other people say. Because Lord knows they will say something. They will always have something to say, unfortunately. Ain't that the truth? I mean, we look at Adele, right? <laughs> the singer Adele, who yes. was a plus-size singer, and people are like, her voice is amazing, but she's overweight. Now she's lost weight, and they're yeah, commenting yeah. on that as well. As well. And I'm like, okay, so basically you just have a problem with women, basically. Basically. Like that's, that's just There's just no way to win no. at this point. So you know what? If you can't win, just play a different game. <laughs> Love <laughs> your body anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have we got a little bit of a song to listen to and just take a quick break? Unfortunately not. We're going to have to go straight into the group. Oh, man. Though, We're going to have to go and talk about cool health stuff. Oh, man. Oh, as hard as it is. As, <laughs> no, it's not. I, I love it. But yeah. Oh, the sarcasm. Let's go for it. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. 
It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. And can we eat those chocolates without any feelings of guilt, please? Mm, I hear that. Ain't that hard. Last week we spoke a little bit about the us assigning morality to food and saying, I'm good if I eat these foods and I'm yeah. bad if I eat those foods. When in fact it's all just about you know eating food and making sure your body gets in the things. Sometimes you just need to do something for yourself. There are so many external and internal pressures on us to perform, to do something, to be something. But sometimes you just need to take a step back and do something for you. Resting is so important. It can look like a full night's sleep or, you know, just a quick cat nap. But it's also making sure that you eat well. No, mm. not good or bad food. Just eat food That's that will food. nourish you mm. and do things for your body. Eat to sustain your body and your mind. Move your body, not because you want to lose weight, but because you enjoy it. Yes. You actually like moving. You actually like hiking and enjoying things mm. or doing yoga or running. Some it's people fun. love running. Yes. Somehow it's, they do. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> For some reason they yeah. do. <laughs> I don't get it, but you know what? It makes you happy. So good. Yes. <laughs> and it's good for your body. And that's the best part. When what yeah. you love is good for you. Yes. Go lie in the sun for 10 minutes Ooh. on a chilly morning and warm your soul. That's my favorite currently. Oh, same. Mm. Buy yourself sunflowers mm-hmm. or a chocolate or whatever it is you like. <laughs> Grow things in your garden and feel the earth between your fingers. Drink plenty of water. Don't let yourself get thirsty. Pamper yourself every day, not just on special occasions. And pampering does not mean you have to go and, you know, empty up your bank accounts and be, mm. I don't know, whatever it is. It's it's really something as small as picking a flower and putting it in your room and brightening up the space or just taking five extra minutes before you get out of bed. Just mm-hmm. whatever it is. Treat yourself. Please. Just treat a little yourself. bit. <laughs> yes. I feel like so often, and especially in ye plague times, we're just so stressed out and so anxious and so. I'm still calling it that. <laughs> I will call it you plague times until the plague is over. Because that's where we're at. <laughs> the drama is real. No, we, I, I just really think we, we get stuck in this stuff too much and we start taking life a lot more seriously than it, it wants to be taken and we overthink things and you, I know there are people out there who've got a box of clothes under their bed. I mentioned this a few weeks ago. They've got a box of clothes under their bed that they're like, I'll fit into you again someday. Mm, and like yeah. those clothes are just lying there, mm-hmm. not being worn or loved. And you're uh, keeping them hostage because you don't feel good about your body. Like go buy something that looks good on you. It mm-hmm. makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Donate those clothes to a thrift shop. It can make someone else happy. Yes. There you go. Go okay. sell them on your own Instagram. Yeah. That's my plan. Yeah. Yeah. Thrift shop. <laughs> Get your own thrift shop. Luanae's thrifty. Name the one thrift shop should have. Go check it out. Go check out my Instagram. Lou lives life slowly. That's what it's called. Mm. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It does. I love the alliteration of that. Ooh. Yeah. Lou lives life slowly. Lou lives life slowly. I'm slowly. Lowly. You know what? Sometimes I do live life a little bit lowly, but then I treat myself. And the it goes importance better. of treating yourself cannot <laughs> be understated. We would just really like to, from 180 degrees, tell you all that, listen, love your bodies. You are God's temple. God's temple looks different all over the world. Yeah. And it's important to remember that it's not, don't use it as a tool to smash yourself and be like, I need to eat healthy and crush it at the gym every day, unless that's what you want to do. Go nuts. But I mean, if you don't want to, don't. Don't use it as a, as a tool. Use it as something to affirm yourself and say, but God loves this body because God looked at creation and he said that it was good mm. couldn't have said it better myself i mean it is the bible <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh oh yellow we've had a good time
Mm-hmm. And we're going to go home and drink some Milo or hot chocolate or something because Ooh. it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of pampering to get rid of the coldness mm-hmm. in the body. A little bit of a bath. So, any any thoughts you guys want to throw before we say goodbye? We have like a few seconds. <laughs> For those of you still on the roads, drive safely. Yes, please. Because that is one thing that I want to say, especially on the wet roads, mm. even not on wet roads, just things sometimes we take for granted, you know, drive safely, be safe out there, because your car's wheels anytime. Mm. Yes, I have a wheel story. <laughs> so anytime. <laughs> so I just want to say be safe on the roads, drive safely if you are still out there tonight. Thank you, Inga. I'd just like to thank you all for tuning in. It's a pleasure having you guys in, and we'd like to thank you, and we hope that Lou said that you love your bodies. And this is, yeah? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, this is, we're signing out. <laughs> I like interrupting you, don't I? <laughs> I'm so rude. No, no you No, you love rude. life slowly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say goodbye. This has been 180 Degrees. Signing, signing out. out.